0: Hey, friends, I hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and pets that are important to you. If you follow either or both of my personal accounts on Facebook and Twitter, you may already be familiar with this exciting news. Whether you already know or don't know, I'm going to talk about it right now. This past week, I was offered the opportunity To host an hour of programming on the best radio station in the entire world WFMU That's right I know, I can't believe it either Thank you, thank you, thank you so much Let me just soak up the applause here Mm, Feels good (laughs) Mm, Breathing it all in uh, uh, Gimme! I need water! Yes, yes, it's true. I am not being at all hyperbolic when I tell you that for me, this is a dream come true. Absolutely serious. Friends, mark this on your 2022 calendars. On April 24th, from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. U.S. Eastern Standard Time, I will be hosting an hour of programming on Radio Row, WFMU's visiting DJ Hour. My hour has been described thusly. Quote, an eclectic mix of vinyl curios and slice of life stories curated especially for sensitive, depressed weirdos everywhere. End quote. Folks, this is going to be amazing. And you are not going to want to miss this show, okay? April 24th, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. U.S. Eastern Standard Time on WFMU, which is available worldwide, streaming on the web, at wfmu.org, okay? You've got four months. There's plenty of time. Cancel your plans for April 24th at 5 p.m. to 6 p.m., okay? You're, you are sitting in front of the radio or in front of your laptop or your phone, And you are listening to me, 5 to 6 p.m. It's going to be incredible, I promise you. I promise you, it's going to be amazing. This is my shot. Imagine if you had your shot to basically put whatever you wanted in an hour of programming on your favorite TV channel, okay? That's essentially what I've been given here. Because I don't have a favorite TV channel, but I have a favorite radio station, which is the best radio station in the entire world. W-F-M-U. Holy crap. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to sleep between now and April. Holy moly. Okay. I'll tell you about something else that's available worldwide. Every one of the nine novels I've written and published independently. That's right. For folks who may be new to the People Are the Enemy podcast, let me start by saying welcome. You are obviously a very smart... And most likely, good-looking person, because you managed to find the greatest podcast there is. I'm the host of this show. My name is Andy Mascola. i posted at least one new episode of this program faithfully every week since January 1st, 2018. There are no ads on People Are the Enemy, and there is no Patreon set up for it. The only thing I've ever asked of the listeners of this fine podcast is... If you love this show and you'd like to help support it and myself monetarily and get yourself or the reader in your life a great book, please consider purchasing any or all of my nine novels. As mentioned just a moment ago, all nine of my books are available worldwide right now in both paperback and ebook formats via Amazon, and if you don't use Amazon, you can find and purchase most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. To find my books, go to either Amazon or Barnes & Noble online and search my name, which again is Andy Mascola, my last name is spelled M-A-S as in sugar, C-O-L-A as in Coca-Cola, and uh, buy a couple of my books. If you're a long-time listener of this podcast, you've already heard this spiel a million times. Regardless of whether you're a brand new listener or a long-time listener, if you've ever bought any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. people are the enemy listeners this is episode 204 of the people are the enemy podcast you found it you're here god bless you thank you so much good to see you good to have you with me you're looking well my goodness are you looking well are you feeling well good good me too or maybe not if you're not feeling well i'm sorry get yourself better man take care of yourself or woman or them Anyway, uh, this is the People Are the Enemy podcast, this is episode 204, it's good to have you with me, I've got a lot of things to talk about, Uh, I'm in a great mood, I don't know if you could tell, I've had a very busy weekend, but of course uh, the news I mentioned in the opening monologue would uh, lead anybody who knows me to understand why I'm ecstatic right now, and and I've had a hard time standing still, or sleeping, or doing anything, (laughs) doing just about anything, but I'm going to... Push through and this is gonna be a great show regardless, I promise, okay? I will tell you how my week started. I had a I had an interesting week. I had a, a fella scheduled to come out and clean our heating system. Basically, you know, I I own our, our home. I don't own it, own it. I'm still paying for it, but you know uh, I don't pay rent, so it's my job to make sure that uh, the house is maintained and, and one thing you do if you own a home is you get the you get the heater cleaned out and and uh, serviced so that it doesn't crap out on you, especially if you live in New England and it gets super super cold come you know January and February. you don't you know you want to have heat. so you have a you have somebody come out, a man or woman and they will uh, they will service your equipment, and they will clean out everything and make sure everything is tip-top so that uh, that doesn't happen. So I had uh, this fella come out. His name was Brian, and he came out from a, a local plumbing and heating company, and uh, he was here for a good two hours, really, uh, just, uh, you know, and meanwhile, I am, like, working. I'm, I have a regular full-time job, and he came out during my work hours, so I was working, and I had to let the guy in, and, of course, our dog, Lola... Uh, she's a stranger and thinks he's here to steal all her treats, so she's barking like crazy. But I've got her in the crate, so you know she's not bugging him at all. And he's just coming up and going up and down the stairs, doing his business, uh, checking on our heater and and getting equipment out of whatever vehicle he happened to drive over to my home. And he's a guy that looks about my age, and I'm, I'm wearing a Sleater Kinney T-shirt. Uh, I love Sleeter Kinney. I love indie. Rock. I love music, right? But I uh, just happened to have a Sleater Kinney shirt on, and he's like, he's like Sleeter Kinney, oh, you know, uh, Carrie, and I was like, yeah, Carrie. He's like Portlandia, and I'm like, yeah, that's right, yeah, Carrie from Portlandia. Yeah, he said, he said I'm a big Bikini Kill fan too, and I have some Sleater Kinney on my phone. I thought, oh, that's really cool, you know, a kinship there. We got a like minded guy in my own demographic, assumedly, you know, he looked to be about about my age, and uh, he said, uh, then he kind of he kind of put a fine point on it, and when he said. Uh, yeah, I saw Green Day back in 1993 and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this guy is definitely around my age then. My goodness, I graduated I graduated high school uh, right around then. So, yeah, that makes uh, that makes perfect sense." So, uh anyway, so he he's he's very very thorough. He goes through my entire system. He's looking at my heating system and he looks at it and he says he says, "I'm going to tell you, you know, he said everything is working okay and I cleaned out everything and everything is is good to go here." Um but your system was built in 1994, this, this, this heating system that you have, and I said, yeah, it's, it's been here for a while, and he said, you know, long before we moved in, and he said, right, right, he said, well, I'll tell you, what you have here is a 90-year-old woman, and I said, okay, and he said, uh, he said, uh, now, she's a strong 90-year-old woman, she's worked on, She's worked on the farm her whole life, so, you know, she's hardy, you know, she's strong. And I'm thinking, okay, all right. (laughs) This is a strange analogy, but, oh, it's one I can relate to. Okay, strong 90-year-old woman's worked on the farm her whole life. Again, this is his analogy for our heating system. And he said, but, you know, you know, if something breaks down in in the 90-year-old woman, you know... And you gotta replace it. You might have to do surgery. Would you do surgery on a ninety-year-old woman? Would you give a a ninety-year-old woman a heart transplant? And I said, No, no, I wouldn't. He said, Yeah, exactly. He said, You may want to start thinking about um, replacing your ninety-year-old woman with a newer newer model. And I said, Okay, all right, that's something I certainly will consider, Brian. And he said, uh, He said we've got a fellow who can who can come out and he can give you an estimate on what it would cost to replace your system. And I said, how much would that cost me? And he said, uh, he said, nothing. The estimate is free. And uh, he said, uh, and I said, well, how much do you think it would cost if I decided to replace the 90 year old woman? And he says, well, let me tell you, we have financing packages available. (laughs) Now this that's never good news, folks. Uh, As soon as he mentioned, we have financing available. I'm like, oh my God, I am in for it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am in for it. I said, "Okay, Brian." I said, "But the estimate is free." And he said, "Yeah, absolutely. He'll do a thorough he'll do a thorough assessment of your system, and he'll go around your home and the outside of your home and he'll figure out um, how much power is needed in order to replace your current heating system with a new heating system." And I'm like, "Okay, all right. All right, let's just do it. Let's just do it. We'll schedule it." The guy literally schedules it like right then and there in front of me for the for like 2 days later at noon this week. I think it was like, you know, Wednesday or Thursday, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, what have I got to lose? Nothing, right? So this guy, Zack, comes out, you know, later on in the week, a couple days later. And Zach's here and he needs access to everything. And uh, he's got all his tools in order to to take the room temperatures and measurements and figure out how, uh, how much power is going to be needed in order to replace our system. And Zack is here for another good two hours. And as promised, there's no charge. And the estimates that Zach came up with, how do I put this? (laughs) The guy gives me three estimates. I had to keep a straight face. Uh, shoot, uh, I guess, I guess I'd be like, what you'd pay for, like, a brand new Toyota? How's that? Okay? So, um, upwards of (laughs) $15,000! no no not $15,000 more than $15,000 each one of his estimates and I said okay how long are these estimates good for Brian or Zach (laughs) second guy's name was Zach uh he said 30 days and I said okay well why don't you email them to me and I'll think about it and uh as soon as I told my wife she said no no way (laughs) That's that's insane, and I said okay, all right, all right. So the day after that happened, uh, I shouldn't say the day after that happened. The, the 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 rest of the week went by okay, and I didn't I didn't think about it too much. I had these estimates, and I didn't reach out to anybody. Or my wife just said, "Look, if you want to talk about this at a later time, we will, but I I don't want to worry about this over the weekend," and I completely understood. And we didn't. It's Sunday night now, and we've had a great weekend. And we didn't we didn't talk at all about. The 90 year old woman in our basement <laughs> or replacing her or, you know, anyway, so I, I met up with my friend on a Saturday morning. We went through a walk and of course this was on my mind and I mentioned it to him and he said, uh, he named the company, you know, he said, was it blah, blah, company, you know, and I'm not going to say the name of this company. Um, if you want to know, if you live in New England and you want to know the name of this company, uh, you can reach out to me personally, but I'm not going to mention it on the show. Um. Anyway, he said, was it burp burp? And I said, yes, it was burp, burp And he said, you didn't say yes to any of their estimates, did you? And I said, no, no. And he said, good. He said, don't. And then he went into <laughs> to a story about the estimates that they'd given him on things. And uh, burp burp was wrong. Repeatedly and my friend has since gone with another company that he's very happy with and that he gave me the name for, which I will be calling tomorrow morning to get another estimate, Um, because I guess is frequently wrong and astronomically priced. So so we're going to look into something else uh, something a little bit different and maybe maybe not necessarily not a complete overhaul of the system maybe just a, a small upgrade to the to the parts associated with system, the system but regardless this is why it's important folks get get a second opinion I, I didn't want this to be like a self-help kind of show uh economist kind of show but honestly it's good to get a second opinion and you know what and, and everything is working I'm not uh, I'm not in a dire straight situation where uh, we don't have heat or, or hot water, or something like that. Everything is, like, literally working right now, and for all I know, the 90-year-old woman will hang in there for another 10 years. Who knows, right? Hey, she's strong. She worked on the farm her whole life, right? Okay. Thank you for, thank you for uh, humoring me about that, with that story there. Let me tell you another, another story. Um, shoot, man, this, this happened the other night, Friday night. Uh, I had to do some food shopping. And I, uh, I knew that if I woke up the next morning, I didn't have any eggs. And I like to have eggs with breakfast. And uh, uh, I, this, this has been my routine since the doctor put me on a different diet. He said, stop eating cereal altogether. He said, all cereal is is a, a big bowl of carbs. He said, just do eggs. And I said, okay, well, I like eggs. I'll do eggs. And I started doing eggs. We didn't have any eggs in the home on Friday. And I knew that I'd, I'd be up Saturday morning and I would walk the dog. And then I'd want to I'd wanna have breakfast. And I'd want to make eggs. And uh, my wife had worked all day and come home in the evening, like late evening. And I thought to myself, well, I worked all day, too, and uh, I want to be able to have eggs tomorrow. So I will get myself to a supermarket. And that's what I did. I got myself to a supermarket. Now, I should say, I live in New England, as I mentioned before. I live in New Hampshire, and we were expecting snow on Saturday. And uh, there were a, there was a brisk business at the supermarket. It, it was literally, I got there like a half hour before they were going to close. And I think what had happened was everybody kind of had the same idea. They were all kind of there grabbing as many uh, carbohydrates as they could to quote-unquote hunker down <laughs> for the uh, two to four inches of snow that we were scheduled to get the next day or within, you know, within the, the next 24 hours. So... So all I was there for was to grab my eggs and a few other things. and uh I'll tell you what happened, man. like i I grabbed my uh, my basket and I went and I got my stuff and I'm moving through the store, you know, kind of rapidly and again, it's coming up on closing time in the store, so everybody is ready to check out and there's long lines because again, it's it's the it's Friday night. people have gotten out of work. The store's about to close in a half hour and they expect to, you know a good uh, a, a good two to four inches potentially of snow in the next 24 hours. So, you know, they they again, people like their potato chips. I like potato chips. But you know, you know what I mean? They like to get, you know, you get your carbs on when you get the snow falling because you know, there's nothing to do and you got to wait till you can get out there with your shovel or your snow blower or your, you know, your plow to 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 take care of the what's fallen, you know? It's just like a waiting game, you know? Um anyway, uh, this woman is walking around the store like I'm I'm literally like I've got my basket, I'm approaching I'm approaching the checkout and I hear, Violet, Violet, Violet. And I was like, oh my God, look, and I swear to God, and she's saying Violet, right, A, a, a woman's name. And I swear to God, I swear to God, I've never felt this, like, you could hear the fear in this woman's voice. I can't replicate it, but like, it scared me. And I understood that it was a woman looking for her daughter, Violet, who was lost somewhere in the store. But I, like I said, I can't replicate that fear, but I can only tell you that when she was calling for her daughter, I like I literally felt it in my blood. You know what I mean? Like that panic, that panic in her voice. And I got scared. You know what I mean? Like I started like looking around and I saw her like looking up and down the aisles for Violet, you know? And, uh, And I get in line behind a guy, and the guy looks at me, and he's like, oh, somebody's in trouble. And I said, yeah, sounds like Violet's, uh, Violet, uh, Violet may be in a little bit of trouble trouble once her mom finds her. And he said, he said, well, that, that woman should, should have kept, you know, a hold on her daughter. And, like, it's weird, but I had the opposite feeling. I thought, like, that woman probably worked hard all day, and, uh you know just wanted to do food shopping and and had to take violet with her because there was no one else to watch her and violet just wandered off and i felt bad for the lady you know what i mean but he seemed to be more more like um directing his uh, frustration toward the woman as if she was at fault for losing her daughter and i i think maybe he, he maybe he was right maybe i was being too sympathetic to the wrong person but but uh, you know we're standing there in line and uh, uh, watching this woman scream her daughter's name and run up and down the aisles like scream loudly. It's a big supermarket, ladies and gentlemen. And and all of a sudden I hear, "Here I am, here I am!" And then here comes Violet down the aisle. Thank God, you know. And she's tiny, tiny. She's like looks like she's two and a half. meters. "Here I am, mom. Here I am, mommy." You know. And she's coming down. And then I see the woman. She's like, "Violet, come here." You know. And she grabs her hand and pulls her toward the line. And I'm like oh my god thank god thank god like i literally i literally thought like oh my god i couldn't imagine if i was in a situation in a store where a woman lost and couldn't find her child and how more hysterical that she would have gotten but it's 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 odd if only because i my wife and i had uh, lunch with my mother today and um i don't know how this came up i don't think i'd mentioned this story at all about this woman losing her her daughter in the supermarket but my mother just happened to say you know once I took you shopping right after school and I lost you in a department store. And and I remember this. I remember this. And my mother said she'd had curlers in her hair and she was just like, she just wanted to like get to this department store, get something really quick and leave. And uh, these, these two little old ladies and like, I still remember being like a little scared little kid being lost. And these two little old woman, women, I still remember their faces like looking down at me saying, are you lost little boy? And of course I was like, "Yeah, I don't know where my mom is, you know? And, and like i remember that you know i don't remember much else but i they, what these two two older ladies did bless their hearts was they 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 walked me to the front of the store and they had my mother paged. <laughs> and and they you know they said you know this with a young a, a little boy was found in the underwear department <laughs> i don't know where it was in a ladies bra section probably and uh if anybody, if if the mother of this little boy could please come to the front of the, of the Ann and Hope store, I'm sure it was Ann and Hope, or or something. It's probably Ann and Hope. You remember Ann and Hope? You know who worked at Ann and Hope? This is probably the only music reference that we'll get this entire this entire podcast episode, and this is a music podcast. But this is how we'll make it a music podcast. Salt and Peppa worked at Ann and Hope. Yeah, how about that? And Hervey Lovebug worked there too. And he saw them, and he's like, I think these ladies have some potential. And then Push It was born. That's the that's the story of Salt and Peppa. No. <laughs> Honestly, no, they did work at Ann and Hope. Um I don't know if it was the same Ann and Hope I was lost in, but anyway, so my mother my mother was mortified because, you know, uh I here's this little boy lost crying, and these two older ladies stayed with me until my mother came and said thank you very much, and was mortified and embarrassed and, and took me home and she wasn't angry with me at all and I said to her, I said, uh, I said, Mom, just because I, I was thinking about, you know, two nights before when I was at the supermarket and this guy was sort of blaming the mom for losing her daughter. And meanwhile, I was more like sympathetic to the mom. I said, who do you blame? And my mother said, oh, it's absolutely my fault, <laughs> meaning her fault. Uh it was absolutely my fault. I should have had, I should have had you. I should have been holding your hand, you know, you wandered off and then next thing next thing I know, I turned around and you were gone, you know. And I never I never considered that. I suppose I I again, I I kind of tended to sympathize with the parent in that situation, but maybe the fella in line in front of me was right He's like hey so this lady you know and the other thing this guy said is like if i had my daughter in the store i would not let her leave my side i'd be holding her and i like i think similarly yeah i you know i've got a daughter and i I've, plenty of times i had to take her shopping as uh you know solo you know as as a dad and uh and yeah i i would i would always have her hand or always make sure she was right there with me yeah for sure um Shoot man what else can I tell you man um, my dog my dog uh, took, took a dump in a in a store today speaking of stores <laughs> Yeah man we brought uh, my wife and I wanted to get Lola which is my our our, um, our black lab part black lab she's a black lab mix we wanted to get her washed and I said honey I really need your help I need you to do this with me it it was a busy day today my wife didn't want to do anything on saturday she said she said andy i worked all week i just i am not getting out of my pajamas today and i said okay that's fine i'm thinking oh man we're gonna have a busy day tomorrow and we did we had a busy day today uh today being sunday um and yeah so the last thing we did was we took we took the dog to get her uh to get her bathed and also to get a bunch of things we needed for her because with a dog it's a lot like a person man you got to get the dog toothpaste you got to get the dog, you know, pills, so you got to get the dog food, you know. And then uh and then we needed like a new a new lead because her lead broke, which is this, you know, this uh cable that we have in the backyard so she can run around, you know, and not uh, run away. And um yeah, we needed a bunch of things. And not only that, but we needed we needed like uh, environmentally friendly I like Ice melts, you know, because again, I live in New England and it's getting cold and it's getting snowy. And yeah, there's there's ice on the ground and we don't want the dog to hurt her feet. So we had a lot of we had a lot of purchases to make today uh, at the store. But uh, but Lola hates going to the store and she hates getting bathed. And uh, we walked in the store and she she took a dump like literally (laughs) right there right there in the middle of the store. Now fortunately, I had poop bags in my my jacket pocket because I am always prepared. Like I like I go to the gym with poop bags in my pocket. Literally, I don't if I put on a jacket, it's got poop bags in the pocket because because you know, you never know, right? Not for me, but you know, I my dog, you know, and I don't want to be without them when she drops a deuce and I've got to pick it up. I've got to clean up after her. I've got to be a good you know, dog owner. And yeah, so 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 yeah, it's just it was like it was you know, I'd say it was embarrassing, but not at all to the to the clerks who work there. This is what they do, and and mind you, the, the floor is like it's it's like a warehouse type floor, of course, because people are bringing their pets in there all the time, and they're probably cleaning up crap all the time. So, so Lola just squats and drops one right there on the floor, and I, I immediately pick it up, and they, you know, with the bag obviously, and I tie it up, and I bring it up front, and I say, you know, I said I was embarrassed. I said, yeah, my my our dog our dog just. You know, she's like, oh, no problem at all. And then she got the baby. She said, yeah, I've got to clean up. i got to clean up duty on aisle one, you know. She, she's letting everyone know, and the whole store knows, and it's embarrassing. But everybody's got their dogs. What am I embarrassed for? And like, and they're not embarrassed. Like I said, this is what they do. They clean up the dutes. They got dogs coming in and out of there, and the dogs are nervous because they're like, where am I? You know. Anyway, we, we got the dog cleaned. We got all the products. We spend way too much money. Holy moly. Because, of course, we you know, she's our dog, and we love her, and Christmas is coming. And, uh, we wanted to have a stocking for Lola. So, yeah, of course, so we got all these nice little things for Lola. You know, chew things, you know. And, of course, I had to hide everything immediately because, you know, uh... I don't know, you can put, like, candy, you know, out in a, in a stocking and uh, the dog won't smell it. But a bone is it's, it's kind of obvious, right? You can't just, like, leave a bone in the living room. Whew! Anyway, what, uh, what a weekend, man. What a weekend. Um... That's about it. That's about all I got for you. I, I really appreciate you tuning in and listening. Thank you so much. Uh, these episodes, uh, I'm enjoying doing them solo. I, I I have invited folks on. Please don't think that I am not trying to get guests for this show. But you, when you have a show called People Are the Enemy, it's not the easiest. You know, If you know Doja Cat, please let her know that I've got a podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my God! I would love to talk to Doja Cat. Holy moly! That woman has a sense of humor. That woman is a star, ladies and gentlemen, and others. Uh, yeah, Doja Cat. Do- Doja Cat, if you're listening, uh, come on. People are the enemy. Uh, we uh, we'd love to have you. And uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I got my I got my wife a Doja Cat CD for Christmas. It came in the mail on Thursday. I said, I know exactly what this is, and my wife said, "Is that is that the Doja Cat CD?" And I said, "Yeah." Do you want it early? She said, "Yep." And she opened it up. Oh yeah, the whole house is Doja Catted out. I put the Doja Cat. You get, the, you get the, I know you know what you're saying. You're like, you bought it on CD. Yeah, you buy it on CD. You can't give a gift. I mean, you could give like a. You could give like a, a, a you know a, an iTunes gift card. I mean, do people even still download songs by iTunes? Everything is streamed now. But yeah, I got the deluxe CD, and you know why? Because like I'll put it on my iPod so I can play it in the kitchen or when I'm out walking the dog, and my wife can have it in the car while she's driving around. Yeah, I literally put it on everybody's like everybody's device. So like we're Doja Cat it out in the house. We basically and basically bumping Doja Cat all uh, since Thursday. Yeah, yeah, it's Doja Cat anyway, Doja Cat, uh, if you know Doja Cat, please let Amala know that she is more than welcome to come on the show. I'm pretty sure that's a real name. Anytime she wants. She's adorable. She's a star. I have, I and I love her music. Honestly, I really do. I'm a Doja Cat fan. Uh, <laughs> all right, good. We got a little bit more music in there. So we got, we got some salt and pepper, tri- pepper trivia. You know, so you let anybody know where the salt and pepper, where were they discovered? Ann and Hope. Okay. Doja Cat's real name. I'm I, I'm pretty sure, 90% sure it's Amala. Okay. <laughs> You can walk away with that. You can impress your friends, okay? Hey, this week's Christmas, have a great... If you celebrate Christmas, have a great Christmas. And, and I will talk to you in the future, okay? This has been episode 204 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace.